Listening to the Gehenna Gaming Podcast, where we explore traditional tabletop and live action role playing games through the lens of horror. A special thank you to our Patreons for helping make this podcast possible. Settle in, Thin Bloods, grab a drink in your favorite set of dice, and let the darkness consume you. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the latest Gehenna Gaming interview. Uh, joining us tonight is Josephine McAdam, actress, martial artist, musician, and gamer. Most of you know her as Eva from LA by Night, as well as a regular in many Geek and Sundry streams, including, let me see, Shield of Tomorrow, Ten Candles, <laughs> Kids on Bikes, I'm probably forgetting some, um, as well as your own Twitch channel, uh, where she regularly hosts Tea Time, which we are both drinking tea, so that's appropriate. Yes, and um variety gaming streams you can find josephine online on twitch twitter and instagram at jcvim uh, so thank you for joining us tonight such a good intro you're so good at this practice <laughs> you're better than i am at promoting myself i will i will happily uh write you hype <laughs> notes and oh, you fantastic. just send them over and you can use them yeah stream. love it so, uh, <laughs> so i will ask immediately what kind of tea are you drinking Oh, right now I'm doing an Earl Grey. Earl Grey is kind of like my go-to midday. I I literally drink tea from morning to night, That's, so there's yeah. never a an ending time. You know, actually, I'm really bad about drinking water. I'm constantly drinking tea. Well, as long as it's not caffeinated tea, it's hydrating. But it's probably mostly caffeinated tea if it's Earl Grey. It's it's mostly caffeinated tea. Although I heard that that's a myth. Uh, I think yeah, I've heard that. Caffeinated tea is fine. It's really just coffee. Yeah, which I don't drink. So you know what? You are so hydrated. There you go. Constantly hydrated. <laughs> awesome. So uh, like I said, thank you for joining us. Um, I know you are busy. You have a have, looks like you've had a crazy convention schedule as well as. Yeah, I don't know why this year I just uh, <laughs> conventions popping off. It, that's that's great people get to hang out with you you get to travel because you will be at pax yeah. east next week which is very exciting because yes. so i <laughs> i know when you said next week i was like oh yeah no, yes, you're right I it's had, next week i had that conversation today at work i was like oh 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 lord that's next week uh i have vacation time right yes okay i put that in good 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 <laughs> um and you were at uh pax south recently i believe as well Yes. Yeah. It's been really wonderful. Um, I actually went to, for both PAX conventions, it's been, uh, I've had media badges through my Twitch streaming just um, on my own channel, which is really nice. And we just use it as an excuse to, you know, go take a trip to a con that we would love to go to anyway. <laughs> awesome. That's the way to do it. Uh, we are obviously, uh, for those who don't know, Gehenna Gaming is running Vampire Masquerade 5th Edition games and Call of Cthulhu games at PAX East. So if you're going and want to play in either of those, let us know. We will be running it uh, all four days, all day. And then we're, we're hosting an after party at a local gaming pub. Yeah, Sunday, 6 
to 10. I'm blanking. Wow. I've had a long day. Six to 10. <laughs> so if you're not coming, but you're in the Boston area, you can also come and hang out with us there. <laughs> Perfect. I will definitely try to swing by some of the games. Excellent. For sure. I hope you get a chance. And uh, if I remember correctly, you have uh, people coming with you as well. Oh my gosh. So many of us are going to Paxis. It's going to be a really fun time. Uh, Alex Ward and Xander and Erica and I are all going. Oh, Erica's Bonnie coming is also, too. Bonnie Gordon. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to be there. <laughs> awesome. Exciting. Well, not everyone, but it's still a pretty big group considering we just happened to find out. We're like, oh, are you going? Oh, yeah, me too. Just uh, worked out really well. Fantastic. Well, it'll be really exciting to get a chance to meet all of you, hopefully. Um, and yes. Also you will. <laughs> Great. Uh, actually, just so you know, uh, and all of the viewers as well, uh, Gehenna Gaming is also hosting a horror game tabletop gaming panel on Thursday. Ooh. Uh, we, oh, man. We fly. I think most of us fly in on the Thursday. Mm. It's, in, it's in the afternoon. In the afternoon. <laughs> Art, oh, man. I can't imagine us getting in in the afternoon. Because it's a pretty long flight from LA. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I actually, I've, <laughs> I've done that to, I've done the flight to San Francisco. So I, I believe it. And and not just that, it's also three hours later, so. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing you either way. Yes, I know. I wish we could make that, but I, I think we will not <laughs> arrive in time. Uh, but I do plan to be there at least the Friday and Saturday of PAX East. I'm not sure about Sunday yet. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll just like be so in love with it that I need to go back a third day or I'll be exhausted and be okay with two days. <laughs> I have done that. Uh, I'm I'm a little skeptical about the four day myself. This will be my first four day <laughs> yeah. convention. I'm working it. So, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I've never done a full four days because that sounds like a lot. We'll see. I'm <laughs> we'll sure it'll out. be great. Yeah, it will. It will. And it'll then I'll, I'll also be going to Gen Con for the first time this year, which I'm super, super hyped for. Me too. First time. Yes. Oh, I mean, my parents got tickets and I was like, what? You, oh. I've <laughs> I've always wanted to go to this con and I would feel very slighted if somehow my parents went before I did. I don't know. <laughs> I would <laughs> very much feel the same way, actually. I'd be like, yeah, so what? I was like, what? <laughs> I said, hold on. I'm getting a ticket and I assume you'll get a hotel. You'll probably get a nicer one than I would have. I will crash wherever. <laughs> there is space in that room we'll see now that's just convenient it is it is <laughs> nice so um <laughs> at, to 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 move to the point of tonight's interview we do have questions <laughs> i promise not we're just not gonna bullshit about conventions i, I folks well. i'm sure want to hear some interesting questions <laughs> hopefully they're interesting um how did you get into tabletop gaming originally well you know, I was ragging on my parents just now, but they are amazing and they are gamers themselves. I started playing D&D when I was about five or six years old because mm -hmm. my dad would DM my brother and I growing up and it was just the best experience you could ever have of a DM is your dad who just wants you to have an amazing experience and time and wants to challenge you, but not too much, you know, wants you to feel like fulfillment and like learn puzzle solving skills. And um, it was great. It was 
the best thing ever. I love D&D and I feel like I went in and out of being able to convince people to play with me or not. <laughs> and uh, I, I always tried to get like throughout school. I think it was for my 16th or my 18th birthday. Mm. One or the other where my like my request from all my friends is that they come over and that we play D&D. That right. was the one thing I wanted them all to try it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so my parents and um, it was D&D first. And then later on, I think when I was in middle school or high school, I was just getting into just all sorts of other board games, you know, Settlers of Catan and then yep. outwards from there. Yep. Uh, so, uh, so obviously the first game you played was D&D. Did you play Vampire before you joined LA by Night? No. <laughs> I hadn't, but you know what? I have so many books. All of those books I had was before L.A. by Night. <laughs> um, my my fiance's cousins, we would always go down to Houston and play like Arkham Horror mm -hmm. or anything that was like had this eldritch horror sort of. We like we like darker themes in games that we play in general, and so um, his cousin actually gave us all of his old vampire books once and he was like i think you guys would love this game and we were like yeah yeah, yeah whatever you know like when someone tells you <laughs> yeah tells you you would like something you're like yeah sure sure um and that box like sat for years until la by night <laughs> essentially and then i finally opened it and i was like oh man this is so cool i just started flipping through all the different uh clan books and i've got like the first and second and third i've got like three of the like core rule books mm -hmm. from the very early editions. Nice. And uh, as you may have seen, I I think I may have started looking at those before I even had the V5 one, if that um, influences <laughs> any uh, reasoning for why Eva is the way she is. <laughs> I, 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 can, I can see that with uh, some of the Levin Bolt. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't read some of those and then like go away from it. I was like, what? I... I could but lightning that's bolts. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, one of my, uh, so personally, I actually story told Vampire from 1999 till recently. Well, I still run it and I didn't play it mm -hmm. until 2017. Oh, wow. So one of the first characters I ever played was actually a Tremere. And I was like, Very oh, nice. there's a lot of paths here. I don't care about Path of Blood. I'm going to go Neptune's Might. Yeah. This is amazing. I can just touch yeah. people and turn their bl blood into water. What? <laughs> yeah. No, I know there's so many cool paths. And for me, so as an actor, like stepping into Eva, it, I felt like it gave me so much more range because um, it's interesting because some people are like, oh, she's like, I've seen like, a baby amount of comments about like power gaming, which is something that like, mm. I don't, I don't actually think I, I think Tremere OP. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> to begin with. I don't think I had a choice in that, but like every single decision, the thing that I loved about seeing all the different paths and the, the branches and whatever else in the Tremere is that I could make choices that were more reflective of the character right. and more of her personality traits and things that she loves. Like the, I was always going to have her have abilities that had to do with nature. I was, I was really torn between, um, uh, what is it? There's one, you know, the, the, 
green one with all of the oh nature's path um there's like a there's a plant one mm -hmm. and you can make plants attack people yes yes but it's very much like you have to be outside so and we're almost we're actually rarely outside uh, very accurate usually in, like, i was like it's slow. not going to come up a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um I, you know and she's she's very in tune with nature and and uh loves the rain and loves thunderstorms uh because of when she was embraced um so it just it made sense it was like all character choices um awesome everything has been like very specific to that which is fun because i feel like i'm able to do that i'm not limited yeah jason has been very great about not limiting <laughs> what i could choose from that's awesome so i'm gonna i i know i for our viewers i always prepare questions and give them to the interviewee so that they can let me know if there's something they don't want to talk about and i'm just gonna let you know i'm gonna jump order because you sparked something i'm gonna jump like halfway down my list yeah. now uh so, so to that point <laughs> uh most of our viewers probably know you as eva uh, where you play a tremere on la by night um but you've also mm -hmm. played a giovanni on long beach by night b dave's game over on q times yes. and you also played a toreador in your charity one shot <laughs> oh my god and also cameoed as a crazy ventru a little bit um <laughs> So, so I have to ask, what is your favorite clan and why is it Tremere? <laughs> <laughs> it's 100% Tremere. <laughs> um, and I don't know, maybe it's part of that, you know, it's the first clan that I got to play and really explore and give such a rich and, and crazy backstory. Like, you know, I've just spent the most time with Eva and... Um, it's really easy to make a real fucked up story. Sorry, I don't know if I can swear, but you can absolutely fucking swear. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Um, like with the Tremere themselves, it's like, oh my god, there's so much here that is so messed up. I have so much to work with. Although similarly, I was extremely excited about the Giovanni <laughs> because of that reason too. Yep. I was like, oh damn, this is so messed up. Um, but, but the one thing with, um, Long Beach at first when I was approached was supposed to be just a single season limited run, like, and, and in fact, just four episodes at first. Right. Right. And so I made a character that I did not want to inhabit for more than that amount of time. Right. Um, she's, she really is messed up and I don't know how much of that was, we got to, um, unearth in that time, but I, when they asked me about Long Beach, I was watching the show Mind Hunters. Oh, yeah. And so I, <laughs> I built her off and around Charles Manson. Nice. And it's just like a great like actor's playground, but also it's not somewhere I just want to live for fun for more than a month. <laughs> Very short periods of time. Yeah, I feel that. Yes. I exactly so i was like i'm good <laughs> yep she she is what she is and she can go do whatever <laughs> you know do whatever you want with her now she's off in the wind <laughs> yes yes Which but i don't know that i i'm happy playing any clan for me even when i've been playing when i've played D, &D my favorite thing is to take take a class or a clan or whatever else that is 
typically played Mm -hmm. this way or that and just completely throwing all of that out the window. So I don't think it would necessarily make a difference to me what clan, like I'll see if it sparks an idea Mm -hmm. in me, but usually I'm, I'm um, inspired by either I'm watching a show or something else, you know, sort of speaks to me and I'm like, Oh, let me explore a character uh, for that. Like I, I, (laughs) I had, I have an idea for my next either either a Toreador or maybe a Malkavian that is that is a country singer vampire who just sings all about the woes of being in the world of darkness <laughs> and how their sire left them and I like it. all of these things. Um, so that's the next opportunity I get. That's the one. <laughs> I love it. No, that's great. Uh, so I that I was literally going to ask you what what clan you what clan you haven't tried that you really want to play mm. yeah i feel like malkavian would be a fun one to explore yeah, they're they're i don't know if, if yeah i don't know if that would be the one that i would make malkavian or not <sighs> but i do want i would love to play a malkavian um any of them i don't know any <laughs> i would say the one i'm least interested in is ventrue <laughs> and i don't know if that's my character bias speaking <laughs> Well, we'll uh, we won't tell B Dave. Even though I love watching Ventrue characters, and like Jason Carl is an absolute Ventrue, but like, oh yeah, I don't think that's what I want to play. It's funny. I actually um, I never wanted to play one either, and then I was playing in a game where a lot of the players were playing they're either very young or very uh, chaotic, brash characters. And I went, I, I need to play a leader. I need to play a, like someone who can wrangle all the cats. So yeah. I ended up making like a very emotionally dead elder Ventru and it, but I just got to be a giant. You mean just the Ventru, right? Yeah, yeah, more or less. But also he was like a 16th century Russian warlord who is just completely literally like dead inside beyond most kindred. He staked one of his yeah. own coterie members because he was annoying him. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think Venture are awesome. I think I would probably be upset at how easy it would be for me to step into a Venture role. <laughs> that's a good I don't that's, think it would be difficult for me. <laughs> that's fair. Um you and you mentioned earlier that uh sorry, one of my uh, <laughs> friends is making fun of me. Um, yes, I see that. <laughs> these are people who played in that game with me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned playing really characters that have a lot of opportunity to be very messed up. Are you familiar with the Bloodline Bali? They are demon worshiping vampires. Uh, yes, I, it sounds so familiar. I ask because they're one of my favorites. <laughs> well, I'll have to. I'll have to check it. Are they the ones that eat their? Their chowder? Um, no. Those are the... Uh, <laughs> Is that Bahari? I don't there's, even there's, know. There's a lot. There's, there's a lot so that many. do that. No, Bali are the... <laughs> Bali are... Um, they worship elder gods, actually. Uh, like, the lore oh. says they worship demons, quote-unquote, but it's actually, like, beings from another dimension, and... Oh, they, I could definitely fuck with that. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. Um, they, they, they're basically the anti-kindred and they just want to bring about the end of the world oh i'm sorry i know exactly what i would want to play if i could it's just that it's not a clan right now is that i'm obsessed with the salubri and i know it's weird because i'm playing 
a Tremere. I, but I am obsessed with the Salubri. Like you don't even understand that there was a point where I asked Jason after I started where I was like, can I, can I somehow be a Salubri? And he was like, what? No. It's like, please, I love them so much. Oh my God. Yes. That's amazing. And then I was really sad when I learned about them. Yeah. There's only seven of them. And they, those are the ones they eat their sires. Yep. <laughs> They're also the, like the, the anti. So the Bali are the opposite clan of the Salubri. So the, in the lore, I don't know if you stop me if you're familiar. Um, no, no. They're actually the Bali and the Salubri have the same original sire and then they're two, they split <gasps> off from each other so and they're like polar opposites oh perfect exactly i'm glad that that's what i told you then <laughs> no i that's 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 perfect it's uh, perfect <laughs> <laughs> i really love them i there's stuff you know like even with the headdress that eva wears i mm -hmm. like to pretend it's like a third eye <laughs> and that's a flaw that tremere can have in uh older what? editions oh because mm -hmm. because they uh so they can because, actually yes. mm -hmm, they can <laughs> manifest a third eye when they're doing things and it's like uh oh we need to hide that uh well uh, i i look forward to you playing a salubri at some point in the future someday and me yeah. sitting here plotting your character's demise in my head sure that's fair <laughs> so um that said <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you you joined la by night in season two yes uh was your introduction at play eva who had already been npc'd by jason carl mm -hmm. meant to be a one-off appearance or was it meant for you to permanently portray her on the show from that point on well Let's see, when they bring in actors, it is to, you know, like you are now the actor for that character. Okay. I don't know that she was supposed to show up more, <laughs> though. Um, you know, there's always the risk of like, oh, I don't know how they're going to play them. And if mm -hmm. it's, you know, the direction we want to go and if there's relevance to the character coming back. And um, I had... Hmm. Let me see. I had watched all of the all of LA by night before they asked me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I remember when Jason described Eva, I was like sitting on the I remember it so specifically. I was sitting on the couch on my phone. My fiance was working on his computer and he describes says she's uh extremely pale with skin, uh with her hair almost as pale as her skin. And I was like I I could do that. <laughs> I could play her. I turned and I like yelled that at Michael. And then um, I'm not kidding. I had, I had mentioned to them, you know, weeks before, you know, I love the show. And if there's ever an opportunity to be involved, I would love that. Um, but uh, but other than that, I hadn't messaged them. And then the very next day, the producer messaged me saying like, hey, we want you to come in to meet about playing a character on LA by night. And I was like, who is it? And they, and they was like a typo. And it was like, it's like Ebba or whatever. I was like, what? Who is they like the, the witch? I was like, yes. that's awesome. Yeah. I was very, I was very excited. Um, but yeah, it was definitely just like just this one episode, you know, we didn't have any plans beyond that. 
One, one. Let me just make sure the cat doesn't knock all of my stuff kitten. all over the place. <laughs> That's actually his name. So What, Kitten? Yes, his name is Kits or Kitten. Aww. Okay, settle. Good. Awesome. All right, there. Now my mic's just higher. That's fine. I can live with that. <laughs> so, uh, it, to that end, then, were you... And you kind of already answered this, but were you handed a lot of the foundation for the character? Or was it like, okay, we gave the very, very, very basics here. You create her now. Yeah, I had no character sheet. So mm-hmm. um, for I didn't have a character sheet until... Season three, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was basically... I, I... Yeah. Because you remember me coming in and asking questions about making. <laughs> can I, you were like, can I, can I roll? And Jason was like, I, I, I'll roll for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I, when I went in, I, the first meeting, Jason just sort of gave me a vibe of just like, he said, she's, she's very, um, calm, ethereal. And the, the words were just, it was vampire Galadriel. Mm. And then he let me run crazy from there, <laughs> do right. whatever I wanted, which was really great. I came back like the next day with like paragraphs written. I was like, what about this and this? And what about this backstory? And can I tie in this person? And like, um, and he was like, yeah, <laughs> sure. I had never thought of that, you know, whatever else I just went. Um, I just, did a deep dive and I was like reading all of the wikis and trying to get informa- mm-hmm. as much information as I could. Cause I hadn't you know, played bloodlines yet either. So I didn't know like any of the oh. characters. So I was trying to piece together what I could um, based off information I could find online. <laughs> so, so was the uh, tie in between you and Rouse a, a later idea? Um, no, I think I had that idea right at the beginning. Um, it, it really got fleshed out as we went. I think I just, you know, like you look up like Tremere. Yeah, no, that's in LA. It's, you know, like LA Tremere Strauss. Angry, <laughs> yeah. angry evil face. Yeah, I don't remember why, but I just, I, you know, and I knew that she was. Um, I'm going to give information that I, I gave out at on Outstar's charity stream because it's just information about like when Eva was embraced. Mm-hmm. I just thought it would be, I imagined her, he, he had given me a range of like, oh, she was probably changed in the 60s or 70s. And I was like, okay, well, let me pinpoint that down as a go. Well, what if she was changed at Woodstock? And what if she was like part of that entire, you know, generation? And, you know, she was in the Peace Corps beforehand and just, you know. Yep. And it just, it fits so much. And like her character just like immediately took hold from there. And it's just like, it's so easy to see where she like got her foundations of, you know, I could see her protesting the war and like whatever the hell else, you know, just, it was very easy to develop her from there. And then, and then to be put into a chantry in the Tremere system is just like the last thing that you would want to put someone like that in. Right. Um, so it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And then the, the drugs thing came like very quickly after that. 
Well, yeah, Woodstock. That thing. thing yeah. That yeah, and I thought it was fun. I was like, oh, can vampires? <laughs> I remember when I asked Jason, it's like, can uh, can vampires get high? And he was like, what? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You're like, good, 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 good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, and then uh, I, I think I really developed even more of her backstory just for this latest season. Fantastic. Like I sat down and wrote like 2000 words for Jason. The problem with um, being turned like in 69 is that I, I did like a whole timeline of like every right. five year chunk, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. thank God she's not older. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who has written backstories for characters embraced in the 1400s. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah, I Pages. can't even imagine. I was like, oh, Pages. this is. This is already a lot, but then almost. I was like, if it was hundreds of years, then I would sort of do a summation. Mm-hmm. But because it's only like you know, seventy, it's like oh, I feel like I really need to figure out what the last twenty, twenty-five years are. They're going to be relevant, right? Anyway, yep, yeah, it was great. He just they just let me do it. I, I would you know run everything by Jason for approval, and he was really wonderful and open to everything i brought so uh and i don't i don't know if you can speak to this fully but had were other actors who came on who created npcs that were maybe uh, played more extensively by jason or they came on where they get the same opportunities i'm sure they were i don't know if anyone had time nor the <laughs> levels of enthusiasm that I like poured into mm-hmm. sending him paragraphs of stuff just as a guest actor being brought on for something. I was like, Oh, what about this and this? And this? I was just really into it. Um, and I know some people have as well. And he, you know, definitely lets them explore and, and, and build out a backstory for themselves. But um, whether or not that comes up in the time that you're on, you know, is, <laughs> never um guaranteed which with definitely the first few times i was on as eva i was given um pages basically like three to five pages of just tremere lore and things for me to be able to pull from because i didn't know myself and then just a smattering of like random powers there were no stats there's nothing it was just like a list of powers i had no idea how to use them i was just guessing based off the names i was like that you know essence of air seems like something you would do to fly but and i'm sure you can really tell when you look back at the early ones but it's very much that's what most of the guests you get like uh printouts you get emails ahead of time jason does a really great job you know letting all the information you might need Mm -hmm. and then we sort of help steer it um steer the story a little bit for the uh main players or just provide information we're a living npc right right where the question mark that they can come, you know, find out more information uh, from. But then after the first two times, I came on twice. And then after that, I stopped getting um, briefings. <laughs> They're like, hey, you're part of the cast now. And I was like, oh, man, okay. <laughs> uh, so um, was that planned? Or was it kind of sprung? Like, did you know that they were going to bring you on to be a regular, more of a series regular versus guests appearance no i didn't know until 
like right beforehand, I, I could probably even find the email. <laughs> it was <laughs> um, uh, da, da, da. LA by night core cast. Okay, this is so I found out found out November. Nice. November 29th. Yep. And I was so excited. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, um, I didn't know. And I was very, very excited. And um, even when I did get, you know, I didn't, I wasn't given briefings after the first two episodes, but I was still, um, I still had like an inside scoop, you know, like I was talking with the storyteller and sort of making sure that everything was going in the direction that he approved of because I was still an NPC. Right. Um, and I was using abilities that, yeah, I wanted to make sure were specific to the scenario or whatever else, especially for the epilogue for season two. Yep. Um, so, and then season, season three is where he it was completely hands off. I like lost any inside scoops <laughs> that I had before. <laughs> And was just given free reign. And that that was really cool. And then at the end of season three, um, where I show up a lot more, I think was mainly because Erica wasn't available mm. at those times. She was super busy. Right. And so it just it just so happened. And it was a lot of fun. And I'm really happy uh, to be more of a part of it now. Very exciting. Um, it, you have uh, Eva is definitely a fan favorite. The cast. Uh, just from everything you see on the internet. And most recently, um, season four, your first episode for season mm -hmm. four, you showcased a bit of a major change. Character. <laughs> um, and I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. Uh, but can we expect more surprises <laughs> uh, and changes yes. in how you play her this season? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> um, so I guess beyond, so obviously, as I mentioned earlier, beyond LA by night, you've been on a variety of other, uh, playing kids on bikes, 10 candles. Do we have any mm -hmm. other, uh, games that you'll be appearing in? Horizon? Yes. I'm not sure how much I can, it's very early stages, but, um, there's another sort of limited run RPG game that is being organized with a lot of, a lot of folks from the LA by night crew, actually. Um, a lot of familiar faces. That's always exciting. That hopefully will be sometime in March, but that's, that's still, it's still coming together, but there will be, yeah, there will be another RPG there happening and otherwise um, more on the film side of I'll have, I think a couple horror anthologies coming out this year, like scare package and the mortuary collection. Somehow I find myself in a lot of horror. It's not on purpose actually. <laughs> um, and uh, another one that was just, um, I saw the director posting about it today. It's, the same director that I did Tower with, which was about the UT Tower shooting, and it's an amazing mm -hmm. film. I say that completely unbiased, I promise, but like, it's a very good, it's a very beautifully well-made film. Um, 
So he made another one that's called Dear Mr. Brody that I'm also in. And I haven't seen it. And I think it'll be coming out at some point this year. Stick. Yeah. A um, couple more questions about your uh, gaming. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite character that you played? Oh, oof. You're allowed, you're allowed to say Eva. <laughs> I know. I just feel like it's such a. <laughs> I want to give so people something else. It is Eva. Like I am. I am absolutely in love with the character of Eva and getting to explore that. Um, but I mean, I've enjoyed so many of the characters that I've gotten to play. Um, I had. In a D and D home game, I played. <laughs> I played a cleric. I forget. I forget who she worships because <laughs> um, she also had like this double life. She she worshipped the trickery domain, and she had a double life, an underground life known as Snake Eyes, where she'd go around these gambling rings and just like lose all of her money. She had a name. She looked completely different. Um, and she would always leave the party saying that she was going to go feed the children, help the poor. And she was very, very saintly. Like she was always like, praise be. Oh, everyone is so sweet. You know, like she was very soft spoken and, and so pious. And then she would come back sometimes with like black eyes. She would never have any money. And she'd be like, oh, I just give away all my money. But she was just like legitimately... <laughs> not doing that at all yeah just gambling. gambling it all away yeah yeah it was um she was a lot of fun and they all just trusted her so so much <laughs> immediately trusted her i was like Great. okay and and so i actually love making characters like that i think a lot of people do i like playing with people's perceptions where they see a petite female and they're like oh yeah of course we trust you and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the best uh red herring <laughs> <laughs> um to that end actually uh i just noticed someone's in chat and i have to uh call them out uh we have one of our community <laughs> members who wanted me to say that they love you and you've met them they were actually cosplaying eva at gen con last year <laughs> wait but i met them yes you did not not you uh Jason met them, and then we, yes. we shared yes. photos. That's what it was. Yes, I was going to say. I was like, I don't because think I've had the pleasure. Yep. But I hope I hope they'll be at Gen Con again. I'm they, so... They will. The, <laughs> they'll, oh, be, they'll be there wonderful. with us. Oh, wonderful. I, my biggest... Uh, well, they are part of my biggest reason for going to Gen Con this year, then, because when I saw the cosplayers, I was like, I can't... I cannot not go to this con like it's just like a dream come true to have anyone on a cosplay a character that i've played like it's it was mind-boggling and i was just so excited i was showing my parents i showed everyone i showed everyone your cosplay by the way exactly i was like look at this <laughs> so um so i love it thank you <laughs> so uh i did notice a couple questions pop in the chat and i wanted to ask one in particular because it was amusing uh does 
ever have a history with nines. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> this they will not let this go. I, I apparently. I didn't know this was a thing, but apparently it's a thing. <laughs> oh man. Okay. They're they're asking about a romantic history to which I am man. like going <laughs> uh they they have known each other in the past she's been in la for like i i don't know i have to look at the timeline but 30 to 40 years she's been there for a while mm -hmm. um so she definitely knew him and has known him um <laughs> People are saying, oh, my no. gosh, I know, I know, I see it. <laughs> They're making me shake my head. Um, uh, no, there, there's there's no history. You know what? I wouldn't even tell you if there was, though. It, it's that would be spoilers. You get you get that they know each other. I am. Y'all always make me blush. I'm like, why are you asking me these questions? <laughs> because the thing is i think i think nines is super cute <laughs> oh. i josephine well yeah he is i mean so on. i'm like i mean i wouldn't be against it but <laughs> but no y'all are too much my god i that's something i had to figure out this season when they're like you're gonna come on you know more uh regularly and I said, well, okay, so technically Eva's been around for a while, so I need to really figure out what these, who she knows here and who she doesn't know and mm -hmm. all of that. <laughs> People are very uh, adamant about this. I know, yeah. So, um, beyond gaming, really, uh, like as I mentioned earlier, you're a musician, an actress, we talked a little bit about your films, but... I wanted to touch on uh, you're a longtime pianist. And yes. how did you get your start in music? Oh, you know, the same way most kids do, our parents make us do it. Yep. Um, yeah. No, I started playing when I was five years old, and my I wanted to quit all the time. Mm -hmm. And then my mom said, no, she, she never let me, she never let me quit. Um, and which I'm very thankful for now. And now I just play for my enjoyment. So like I, I was never pursuing, you know, to like play piano professionally or like in concerts or anything like that. Okay. But um, it's nice. I did finally st I stopped taking lessons when I was about 16 after getting really frustrated with a teacher. But I didn't stop playing. I just played on my own at home and I would just sight read. And the other thing is that I moved a lot growing up and... I think it must have been like an integral point in my brain development or something. <laughs> but the names for the notes, like quarter notes and all of that jazz is different in the UK mm -hmm. than it is here. And it really messed me up. So I don't know what the names of the notes are. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. I know that like I this one's four times as fast as this one or this one is held for one and a half times as much as this one, but I don't know. So so what, what are they are? What are they called in the UK? <laughs> it's like quavers and semi-quavers. It's like completely different. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> so, so 
I'm trying to wrap my head around. So I, I also, I also <laughs> no, used I know. to play it's, piano, it's and I'm like, I don't know how I would train. I don't know how I would. That would drive me. Yeah, crazy. I mean, I, I know, I know, like you know, uh, C D E F G. I know like the actual keys, but I don't know. I don't know that that particular note is called a quarter note or an eighth note. Like I know those are the names, but I don't know which ones which. Do they still use all of the Latin for like Elgato or? The- <laughs> Uh, for like Elgato. Um, yeah, I believe so. Those, Picado. yeah, those are all the same. Okay. Yeah, Akiakatoras. I always remember those because yeah. it's a weird name. Um, <laughs> well, that's I, yeah. I learned something today. I will remember <laughs> that for music trivia. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I love playing. I, I'm really glad my mom never let me quit because now I can just, you know, I mainly sight read it, which is a good and bad thing because I'll just I'll sit down and play um whatever i can i'll just flip through pages and I, it does make me a little lazy because i don't like stop and really properly learn pieces yep um because i can't just play like you know expert pieces it's sight reading like that's not going to happen but um but there are certain songs that i know like Michael will hear me. He likes hearing me play, and then he's like, "Well, why don't you just learn that one?" Because I'm like, "Ah, oh, I keep messing up." And he's like, "Well, yeah, because you only ever just sit down and and play." Yep. Because it's just nice. It's just relaxing. It really is just a a really great escape for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Something really calming with piano music. I think even to those who aren't playing, just listening to it because I feel like he didn't do this before, but now he'll put on like Chopin if it's in like a stressful day, just to like chill out and i'm like yeah because chopin's the bomb like <laughs> rubbing off it's yeah um do you play any other instruments no i would love to learn more um i <laughs> i started learning violin when i was younger my parents also had me start with violin and that would have been so cool but they couldn't stand listening to the learning phase of bad violin <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah so they it's like three weeks and they're like no i could i could yeah no i wouldn't be able to do that yep um <laughs> it's so, awful yeah everyone's been there so that's that just that sound is in my head now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so what what inspires you today i mean obviously that when you were younger it was your mom telling you you're not allowed to quit but and now you've said it's very calm you mostly play i know you've played uh, video game music which is still classical in style but is it mostly classical yeah. that you play mostly classical yeah I'll, I'll play classical i know people enjoy hearing you know music from games mm-hmm. and um I'll, I'll look up you know the thing is that it's it's so much harder to find uh piano books like actual music now than it used to be which i think is really interesting because there's huge music stores in la and i thought if anywhere i could go there and have some selection and even there like the rack of of piano books was you know so small and it was just like beginner's piano oh and then there's nothing else and i was like well i love i love having a whole book and then i can also look at the music ahead of time you know see kind of the difficulty levels and um how complex it is but now I feel like everything is digital and it's per sheet music. It's per like piece as opposed to a collection yep. and you don't really get to see it ahead of time. 
and um it's it's the like transcriptions can be like shoddy you know it's yeah. you never and so um i just try to find whatever i can find for free like off the different free websites that are around so um i still play you know i have classical books that i pull from that you know it's always the same <laughs> yep um i love playing classical music but I, I also love playing you know like final fantasy music because it always sounds great on piano yep certain things don't sound that good on piano is a thing <laughs> as well no um, i could i can't imagine trying to place like like go and play street fighter music it doesn't work right right exactly um and ryuchi sakamoto i really love um his i haven't been able to find a lot that's in sheet music but what i have i really love playing and it's beautiful um yeah i don't really have a preference i don't know i don't know there's probably kinds of i love i love running up and down uh the piano like where it's connected as opposed to jumping yep places and mm. that's just because i sight read and i'm not looking at my hands so jumping's a lot harder if it's if i'm staring <laughs> at the sheet music um mm-hmm. yep. but i love running up and down and doing trills um it's just always been really fun yeah and you know a piano is the absolutely 100 percent the reason that i'm was ever any good at guitar hero and rock band <laughs> I, I will credit my years learning piano for being decent at guitar hero then too yeah didn't think absolutely. about that yeah, I remember there was like so there was like a twelve year old kid that won like the Guitar Hero Championship at one point, and I was just I remember just shouting, "It's because he's a piano player," he, which he was. He was like a really <laughs> skilled piano player. I was like, you know, you you have to use both hands, and you're mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot more notes than four. Yep. Anyway. Yep. That definitely great makes for it gaming. A bit easier. Eye hand coordination, like that's what trained me to be a gamer and get those APM, <laughs> that APM up. I, I, the first like video game I went to, it was Starcraft two. And so I was all about like quick. Oh yeah. Uh, responses. All that Twitch response. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of video games, you are a variety streamer. You do your tea time, but you also play a lot of different games. What, yeah. uh, what made you start streaming? Um, so my good friend, uh, Ryan, Ryan Day got me into streaming. He started streaming with Felicia Day, sister, and, um, I, I knew him, um, for years and it's always, it's always such a weird connection. Like my fiance's cousin was roommates with, with Felicia in college, you know, and then like, then the friend circles met each other and the, our gaming group who would get together like every other week to play board games and Austin, um, was with Ryan. And so we, we would just get together and we knew each other that way. I didn't know who Felicia was or any of Geek and Sundry. And then they started streaming online at first Mm -hmm. and, um, made you know team human reserve like and then and then geek and sundry's channel launched and that was before i moved out to la um so i would hop on and help out uh i remember they did a huge charity event to launch it and so i'd help out with modding and so a lot of my early audience came from just the geek and sundry community and when i moved out there it was just natural to i had met felicia a couple times at that point um but it was just natural to go out there and and you know uh, have some comfort in knowing some fellow nerds and gamers in LA 
right <laughs> after moving. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was great. What are some of your favorite games? Mm, 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 mm. Final Fantasy X, I love so much. That's what I played when I was, uh, let's see. <laughs> At first, my brother rented it from Blockbuster. Oh, man. And, <laughs> and he got stuck, and I was just like in love with it. I was watching him play. I was like, here, let me do it. And then I got past it, and then he was just you know perturbed because his younger sister had figured it out and so he just like didn't want to play it again and i was like i'll do it and um and then you know we had to return it and we didn't get it again until i think we moved moved to scotland i must have started it for a bit or no the ps the playstation wouldn't work because we weren't in the u.s anymore you know you have to get a whole new one <laughs> like the games didn't work like mm -hmm. and then finally we got a new one when we moved to germany and like that's where I, it's so interesting because i know exactly where i was how i felt in that moment even though my memory is terrible but when i finished final fantasy 10 i was sitting on my bed in my like weird ass room that you had to walk through the kitchen to get to in germany and i was like crying <laughs> so much i was like 10 years old and I was just crying playing Final Fantasy X and it has always stayed with me and I'll replay it mm -hmm. so many times. I love it so much. Um, that one and Bioshock Infinite, I really, really love. Oh, nice. I'm actually slowly making my way through the Bioshock series. I never played. Yes, I heard that the other ones are really good and I tried to play them, but they were too scary for me. Which is funny because you do you you were mentioning that you play a lot of horror tabletop games I and you I can't, act I can't in watch, horror films. I can't watch any horror movies. I can't play any horror games. Fair enough. <laughs> as soon as soon as it's dark <laughs> in Bioshock uh, one, and you have to walk. If there is a yeah. hallway where there is darkness at the end or around the corner, and there's any sort of noise happening. I'm done. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. That, that I can't do it. I can't do it. And and I, you know, I've <laughs> there's so much horror in my life. All of my closest friends are involved in horror and right. so into it. And I met my fiance working at a haunted house. And like, it's different I, being on the other side of it, though. Oh, it's so different being on the other side. And you know what? I think it's just because like I'm. I have so much imagination that like my mind goes so many other places you it's so much scarier to me than anyone else right that makes sense yeah. like i don't need to i don't need to see the movies to have those ideas and like and i will be wrecked mm -hmm. if i accidentally watch something <laughs> somehow it gets in front of me <laughs> my i'll be messed up for days <laughs> my wife saw the trailer for paranormal activity when it came out and just mm, didn't sleep mm, for three mm -hmm. days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. I, <laughs> I can't do, I don't think I have a correct adrenaline response or something. Like it's not a nice feeling. I don't enjoy it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm just calm and terrified. And, I just, I just like, well, let me get out of this situation that is making me uncomfortable and walk away. And the same with rides. Like I can't do roller coasters or anything that interesting. I, because I'm just like completely there. There's no fun. 
and I just <laughs> I would just start crying. It's not fun for anyone else. No, that would, uh, that would I'd be like, oh no, what's wrong? <laughs> entire time. Yeah, my um my friends watched a playthrough of PT on the laptop in the kitchen, and I just heard it. I could hear it, and I saw glimpses of the corner of the screen. And I was so upset. I saw just one thing, and it was it was the bloody fridge hanging from the ceiling from chains that they looked at for a moment. That was all it took that I was like, I cannot, I cannot even <laughs> be in this room. I'm going to bake brownies right now. I immediately had to like do something that would bring me joy. <laughs> I am going to bake delicious baked goods and pretend this is not happening anywhere near me. Yes, yeah, it's the worst. So, um... Yeah, people think they think I'm kidding, but I really not. I will just immediately start crying with horror. I don't know what happens to me, but oh no! <laughs> I will. But I what, if I'm in character, it's fine. As soon as I'm in character, in fact, that's how I get past things that I'm scared of. Is I used to get scared in uh, when I would fly on planes too. Mm -hmm. But if I just pretended that I was Ray in Star Wars or whatever else and i'm in i'm a fighter pilot or something else as soon as i put myself into another character i don't feel that fear and when i was in costume in the haunted house i never had any fear but once i was out of costume they couldn't turn the lights off for me you know like i needed all the lights on to be able to walk out yeah. from work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i don't know uh some someone named xanderific <laughs> oh uh, asked a question i don't know so, so, that's some weirdo just the most amazing human ever. I love Xander so much. Um, asked what your thoughts on X2 are. Oh, 10 Yeah, 10 Um, I, you know, I never finished it. Um, <laughs> here, no, here's the thing. I started it in Europe after I finished 10 and then we moved back to the US and I could no longer play it on the same device. <laughs> You don't realize like how much is impacted <laughs> my my gaming as a as a child. Um, <laughs> I, I on Fridays on my stream we play Final Fantasy and we're currently on right. nine and we're gonna play ten and after that we will play ten too. Nice. Um, I tried to play it <laughs> like a year or so ago on my stream and I was trying to hundred percent it so I could get the ending that ties it into Final Fantasy ten. Yep. But it was impossible and then I rage quit. So we're we're gonna do it though. <laughs> And if I don't get it, we'll just look up the ending. It's fine. Nice. I won't rage quit this time. Um, but I enjoyed it. But also, I was like 11 or 12 years old when I started 10 too. So, you know, I don't know. It's not It's not as in-depth. I don't like it as much as 10. Right. Not nearly as much. I live for every single moment that has a story tie-in to 10. <laughs> and not so much all the stuff in between. But I still thought it was fun. And I like the costumes nice. and stuff. Uh, did you start at the beginning of the Final Fantasy series? You started playing through all of them? No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a graphic snob. <laughs> well, look, I like, I grew up with Final Fantasy X. Yeah, it looked great. <laughs> that's fair. I say I grew up with the Super Nintendo, so I am used to pixels. It's just right. Uh, mm. I, I will I will recommend if uh, they ever remake it. Uh, Final Fantasy Six. Yeah, I I mean I hear wonderful things about the earlier Final Fantasies, and I believe people. But we played we played um, 
Well, I'm waiting for the seven remake. Mm. As am I. Because I, we were going to try it, but I was like, we're going to have to remaking it, and I will love the remake. Um, <laughs> we played eight, we're on nine, and that's where we, we started with eight, Okay, basically. I, I've heard a lot of people don't like eight. I've actually never played it. Um, it was fine. They're all crazy to me. They're all weird, you know, like, completely. But that's Final Fantasy, at least in my, you know, ten was such a weird story, too. So, like, that's just what I associate yeah, ten ten is a uh, bonkers. Yeah, that's what I associate. I'm like, yeah, it's Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's totally <laughs> insane in the storytelling and like where the through lines are. <laughs> and like, it's not until the end that you're like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I I remember I was watching a friend of mine play it, and I was just like, what? Why are you playing soccer? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. that, that makes sense. And then I'm just like, wait, why is the why is the thing? That's your dad. What? I honestly the what the cutscene <laughs> at the beginning, the cutscene at the beginning of Final Fantasy X hooked me and had me forevermore because of that. I was just like, oh, it's just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, but um, I, I definitely recommend Final Fantasy VI if they hopefully remake it. Uh, it has in my okay. opinion, it has fantastic music for stuff. Um, mm. and there's an opera scene which is amazing. I definitely recommend that. That's my that's the one I grew up playing. That's my favorite. So okay, I'm a, yeah, I'm a little biased. Um, of course, yeah. <laughs> so we've talked uh, quite a bit actually uh, around your acting career, um, and now that we've talked about your inability to watch or play horror games <laughs> or movies, uh, you are an accomplished actress and have appeared in quite a few movies. Many of them being horror movies. Yeah, uh, I know. I believe most recently you were in a horror anthology film called Scare Package. Yeah, it hasn't released just yet. It did. So that one and the Mortuary Collection. <laughs> uh, anthology series that I filmed four five years apart are both coming out at the same time. <laughs> um, so it just so happens that it's just like, oh, you're in all of this horror. Um, <laughs> I... They are both coming out this year, and all of my friends that know how I am with horror have brought it up. They're like, how do you keep getting in <laughs> in all of this? I was like, you know what? Maybe I am convincingly scared of stuff in yeah. the auditions because I'm scared of so much. <laughs> um, no, I think also, you know, I, I have done a lot of indie films, and right. horror is a lot um, easier of a genre to do on a more limited budget. Um, they get bought out more easily and you can sell them easily because people will watch horror of all sorts of budgets. It's just that one genre that can do that for some reason. Um, but I, because I specifically want to focus on genre filmmaking anyway, if it was sci-fi and fantasy, um, or horror as well. Um, but yeah, I just, I just want to go to, I want to go to San Diego comic-con with a big project. That's, that's my dream. Well, hopefully that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it should. So, uh, what? When did you realize you wanted to go into acting? Kind of sparked that, as opposed to any of the other I, things you could have done. <laughs> sure. No, I know. There's no logical explanation. Um, <laughs> because it was from when I was a kid. My parents said as soon as I was talking, I was in theater and performing and wanting to perform for others and. 
and do that. And I'm not really sure why there wasn't an impetus or like, you know, seeing someone's performance or anything like that. Um, I just always liked, maybe it's because, you know, we did move a lot when I was younger. And one of the like consistent things is that people bond over films and movies and performances, um, no matter where you are. And you can always get people to smile and laugh or, or, or share in an emotion, you know, like it connects people across cultures when they can, can empathize with, with an experience. And so I think that that just speaks a lot to me. And I really love that connection that media has um, reaching people without outright saying something, you know, a lot of it's so subliminal and it's just like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's through empathy. Like you feel what they're feeling and all of a sudden you're like, Oh my gosh, Um, you can learn so much. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. There wasn't a thing. <laughs> At some point, I think my parents wanted me to have a backup plan. I had like a, a snippet in, in a little moment in high school where I thought I was either going to be an actor or a doctor. Um, <laughs> and in my mind, I thought they were very similar. I still think <laughs> that they're similar. I think that they, they both um, save lives in different ways. and. You know, I think that like uh, entertainment and media and what we consume can also keep people out of hospitals too. You know, like it's just, I think it's it's all sort of, um, for for me, it's like in service to an audience and in service to people. Um, it's just a different way of doing that. Absolutely. Yep. And I gave up on being a doctor <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> But you, maybe you will eventually play one on TV. Yes, maybe so. No, it's not that I didn't. It's just I just love acting so much. It's just the right. level of passion there. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, some people may not know this, uh, but L.A. by Night is actually not the first vampire based project that you have worked on. You, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> you also yeah. uh, were involved with a, uh, I believe, unreleased, currently, indie yeah, film yeah. called Vampires, spelled with a Y, um, <laughs> that you began working on in two, about 2014. Yes, that sounds about right. It's when we were in Austin. Um, I mean, I've always been super into vampires. I love vampires. Who doesn't? Vampires. Um, <laughs> and. Um, my fiance as well, like I said, I met him. We he worked at a haunted house and he's very into horror. Way mm-hmm. knows way more than I do. Um, he does amazing creature design too. He's an illustrator. And so like um the two of us, like there was a lot, you know, coming out. It was Twilight, CW show, you know, whatever. These okay. different um versions of vampire that weren't quite like hitting this, like they weren't hitting the dark. Mm-hmm horror aspect that we were that we associated vampires with and so we just sort of had a a concept that we we started talking about and we had a friend who was a writer at the time who helped us sort of like write out um a script and so we did a short to try and and fund some of that and we raised some money but it's just it was very early on and really not the right team for it we still have the idea that we want to develop and basically it follows um the main character as a dampier, a half vampire. Mm-hmm. And um, it manifests 
the abilities that she has essentially manifest as her being able to know when a vampire is near and essentially turning into a vampire hunter because of it. Because the vampires in our in our film were very horrific, terrible, gruesome, you know, murderers. Um and and it it it, it basically um connected her to another Dampier who's like this older homeless dude who everyone thinks is crazy. Everyone thinks she's crazy because she sees it manifests in the same way that like um I forget what it was. I think it was in Constantine where just shit starts changing and only she can see it. Yes. Yep. That inspires so much. So it'd be like, you know, she may be sitting there and like blood starts like dripping that and she knows that there's a vampire somewhere nearby. She has to figure it out. You know, like hmm. just different things would start affecting the environment around her and and had just been um yeah, told she was crazy her whole life. But that was the whole sort of impetus and and going from there. And I think we still we still think about it and talk about it every now and then and want to do something like that. Um and Michael's talked about doing um a comic instead doing like a web comic or something around that story. So that'd be awesome. We'll see. Well, hopefully we get, <laughs> we get that story in some form of media. Here. Yeah. That'd be great because that, that, that is actually a very interesting concept. The way you described it. I, I, I have to ask, is that, is that why Eva gets along with Jasper so well? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what part, what part? Seeing horrible, gruesome, <laughs> Oh my god, no, I don't see Jasper that way. I'm kidding. I love Jasper. I, I do like how every time people talk about him, he's basically like the supermodel Nosferatu because he's like good looking, but a Nosferatu. Yeah I, don't... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I always like the monsters and stories. I always like the, I always like sad boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's yeah. that's Jasper. That's accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um you you've obviously you've spent time between horror films and being afraid you know, not being able to consume horror media, what draws you to horror uh tabletop games, horror acting and horror Hmm. Hmm. What a good question. <laughs> um, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not, I, I find myself in that. I think I hadn't given it much thought. It's probably, I mean, it probably just has to do, you know, I, I, it gives me more opportunity to delve into the human psyche and why people do things and why they make the choices that they do. And in horror, you're so often faced with these, um, you know, life or death decisions or, or moral quandaries that, that require a lot of analyzation can be argued this way or that way. And it's not, there's no clear cut answer. And I think those are always really interesting to explore. And it's one of the things I really love about vampire as well. I think, uh, me, the, the best horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. individual human nature but human nature on idol yeah absolutely um and i know you haven't caught up yet but the but in season four and episode three they definitely you know i love seeing all of the conversations that has sparked up around 
a similar sort of situation where everyone's like, well, I don't know if so-and-so is right or is this person right? And it's it's not clear cut and everyone seems a little torn and it's 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 brought such great conversation, which to me is the goal, you know. I don't I don't need someone to agree right. with, you know, it's like, oh, Eva was right or who whoever isn't, it doesn't <laughs> it's not about that. It's about the conversation people are having because of it, you know. Exactly, yeah. So uh, I have a couple more questions, but I want to remind all of our viewers that uh, they can drop questions in chat and I will ask them. So ask any of your appropriate questions and <laughs> we'll, we will throw them in at the end. Uh, so kind of touching back on gaming a little bit, you had mentioned growing up playing Dungeons Dragons father and family yeah. uh what is your favorite experience from like a specific session hmm hmm i <laughs> i don't know that i would call it my favorite but the most memorable was my first character death you know like i can't mm -hmm. ever forget it um i was gosh i must have been like seven or eight years old I was playing the pre-made Lita the Rogue was part of, was the pre-made mm -hmm. in the D&D edition at the time. Yep. And my brother was playing man I don't remember his character's name but <laughs> it was it was the either the cleric or paladin at the time but he was the one who was supposed to be in front fighting tanking. And I remember like we were arguing we we could see that there was a creature inside which was a displacer beast. I still, they still give me like, anytime I see a displacer beast, I'm like, oh, you killed me. You killed little the rogue. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> um, I still remember I was arguing and then me finally agreeing to go in first and just like, I just like immediately died so quickly. And I was, I was so upset, you know, and we did the whole thing. Like we were using the mirror to like look around the corner and like we had, we were just on a roll as far as like, problem solving the rest of the dungeon and then to just just die to a displacer beast and it was just horrific and i just remember it i i have the image of a displacer beast etched into my mind forever it's like uh getting through the entire dungeon getting to a treasure chest and it being like oh the mimic killed you you're like yeah yeah oh. and i don't know if we played after that i was so i don't think i played with my brother again after that <laughs> Because <laughs> you're like, you killed me. I was so scarred from it. I don't think we played D&D &D again after that first campaign. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Other games. <laughs> uh, um, what is your, what's your favorite tabletop RPG? Oh, oh. Uh, I mean, it would probably have to be D&D &D just because it's my... I don't know. It's hard to know if it's my favorite or if it's because I'm most comfortable in it because I just grew up with it. Right. Um, I can do anything in that world. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I love <laughs> I haven't had a tabletop RPG I played where I didn't like it for some reason, it, except for it. <laughs> it's a lot easier for me to name what I dislike in RPGs as opposed to <laughs> a lot, like for me, it's like, oh, I love all RPGs except for um what's the system i'm not a fan of is it the fate system the one that's like pluses and minuses yes that's fate 
I am not into that with like a burning fury <laughs> for some reason. I'm so I played uh, Call of Cthulhu. I think uses it. Um, uh, no, uh, Call of Cthulhu uses really? yeah, because Call of Cthulhu is my favorite game actually. Um, oh, oh, oh. Call of Cthulhu uses the basic role playing system, which is uh, like the standard polyhedral set, but you the percentiles mm. instead of d20s well then we must have been we were playing like a cthulhu game but yep, in the is, fate system there, there is uh cthulhu sets forth and i detested it. i was i was so you know i couldn't even i couldn't even like get invested in the story because i was so <laughs> um, held back by these dice I've and heard, the dice system i've heard a lot of i actually uh fate is very polarizing There's a lot of people who people either love it or hate it from what i understand i actually never played fate interesting Hmm. I just never thought that you know dice would would <laughs> bring such <laughs> a visceral emotion. Yes. Yeah. I would have never thought that. But sorry, sorry for hating on fate. I mean, you can like it. It's just not for me. <laughs> That's absolutely fair. Um, Sprinkles the dragon cat uh, actually asked both of us a question. Uh, what is your favorite movie? And I apparently have to answer, and I'm going to take so. My favorite movie is Leon, the professional. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. My favorite, favorite movie. Again, Sad Boys. Yep. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, that's, that's my... Yep, yep, yep. Ask, though. Oh, it's so good. Jean Reno, Natalie Portman, Gary Oldman. Like, it's just... It's so good. And it, it, just thinking about it makes me sad. And if I listen to music from it, I'm immediately there again. And uh, I, I really, it is my favorite, favorite movie. We've got a big poster in our, in our place for nice. like right when you walk in. And um, yeah, we have multiple art <laughs> for Leon. <laughs> I now actually really want to rewatch that. I've seen it in a few years. You should. But if it wasn't Leon, it would be Princess Mononoke. Uh, yeah, also a fanta. That's actually my favorite. That's my favorite anime film. Yeah, it's so. my favorite Miyazaki. Definitely animated film for sure. Oh yeah. Uh, and I'll I'll try to keep this brief. Um, my favorite hor- my favorite movies because I can't pick one are Alien, The Thing, Event Horizon. Notice they're all horror <laughs> and sci-fi. Um. I just I'll, those are the Alien, The Thing, and Event Horizon are three of my favorite movies. At pretty much near the top. Okay, I've only seen Alien from those. Uh, don't watch Event Horizon. And okay. <laughs> the thing is, uh, the thing is good because it's old enough that the special effects. Look That's fake. what you would think. That's what you would think. But I know, like my the, my. <laughs> wife can't watch it either so i yeah. Yeah, don't watch either and the, the event horizon it would be traumatizing so, right yeah mm-hmm. um but those are two of my favorite those are three of my favorite films and then someone asked well uh what version of what version of D you grew up playing um <laughs> i think it was there it was the orange box let's see i th- let me see if i can find out I think that's third. I think it was third. Let me just see what comes up when I put third. Hello, Jason. Oh, Jason. Hi. 
How's it going? Um, yes, I put, oh, well, I don't know, so many boxes, but it's the one, it's, <laughs> the are. adventure begins here. Um, it has, it has them bursting through the, the wooden mm. doors. Um, Lita the Rogue, who I played, was, like, right at the front. Mm-hmm. Let me see, what does this say? So, Dungeon Master, yes. Given for level three and higher. It had it came with all the pre-made six character sheets. It doesn't say what edition this is. I, I'm pretty sure it was third. Uh, someone in, yeah, a couple people in chat Ever, said third. Before. Okay, great. Third. That's that's the one. That's the one I grew up with, and I loved it. I've okay, but I have loved every single edition of D and D. I even played D and D next, and I was like, I don't care. I like them all. <laughs> uh, so, so you enjoyed fourth edition? Yeah, yeah, Good. I was fine with it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fight with people because I think fourth edition was. It's not the best version of D&D, but it's my favorite version of D&D. Oh, really? Yes, because I think the system mechanics were very, very, they're like, it's a masterpiece. I think it's the most well-crafted. It's just not what people expected from from Wizards. They were like, this isn't Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm like, well, no, it's different. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I, you know, I grew up playing it and for me for me it's not about the mechanics it's about the role playing so absolutely i just and the and the character work so i don't um it doesn't matter to me the the system in which i can play those characters um yeah absolutely <laughs> see if we had any other questions drop in and see if i can think of anything else uh what's your favorite vampire movie mm, i love interview with the vampire <laughs> Um. Uh, I really liked. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> Alex and I watched Only Lovers Left Alive together. Yep. To get the, <laughs> and it gave us you know great Jasper Eva feels. We watched it after we had already done it, and we we're like, oh my god, it's as if we, it's as if we were inspired <laughs> by this here, and I didn't even. I, I we I was like I, I wish I had seen this beforehand. I had no idea, but but yeah, I love interview with the vampire. That's uh that's actually probably the one I've seen the uh Yeah, I same. I have watched it multiple, multiple times. I wanna make sure I'm gonna butcher this name. Uh Nana Shimakoto asked uh if you could elaborate on the martial artist part of the introduction. Oh, um, I've done martial arts since I was five years old as well. Um, I did a lot of different styles. I started in karate, um, but because I moved a lot, I had a lot of opportunities to start at new schools and and try different forms. And they're also there's so many of them that are very similar. It's interesting. You see all the similarities when you start taking different ones. Um, but yeah, I mainly edited karate and taekwondo, hapkido, and then a mix of like karate, jujitsu, taekwondo, and kung fu and tai chi. And then I would train in various weapons. I started with Okinawan weapons and then did more Chinese weapons like the monkey staff and court spear. And then right now I'm training in tang sudo. So, 
I, actually, I just love martial arts. <laughs> I don't know what that last one is. Yeah, it's basically like Taekwondo and karate. Oh, okay. They have very, very, you know, different, um, very slight changes in, in the uh, forms. It's a Korean martial art, but it's it all of it tends to originate from Okinawa and then, you know, went to different regions and there's very small differences. So I'm learning those little differences now. Nice. That, that's actually, I, I like that approach. Different Yeah. Um, yeah, although my favorite is probably Kung Fu, and at some point I'll get back to Kung Fu, which is the one that's very different, and maybe it's because it's so different and so broad, and like the movement range is, is all over the place, and uh, I really enjoy it. That's what it was, uh, I, and I, I apologize that in the all of those things that you just mentioned, and I, <laughs> I may have missed it. Is it. Was there a particular style of Kung Fu that you um, specialized in or preferred? Yeah, I'm sure there was. I can't even remember what the name of it was um yeah i don't know i don't actually know because um we would often learn multiple styles at the school that i was at when i did kung fu because we would do different styles of martial arts on different nights it wasn't one school for one style so we would do kung fu and tai chi on thursdays and and it would pull from different styles um and then and then we would do hapkido and aikido on saturdays and you know like it was just we would just switch which was amazing i would love to have a school where it's a different style every day again um but yeah now you see why i let joseph yeah. do whatever she wants i was about to read that <laughs> um oh my goodness one other question i wanted to ask and it's kind of mixed in because I, I ended up jumping all over the place um <laughs> doesn't help Oh, uh, is is there a um, tabletop RPG that you haven't played that you really want to learn? Changeling. So, Changeling I really, really want to cool. play Changeling. I learned about Changeling. I think I'd heard like whisperings of it before Ellie Bennett, and then I heard more about it as a, I was looking at World of Darkness, and I was like, "How has no one gotten me to play Changeling? Are you kidding? I I want to be a little." I want to be a little fey creature. Like, <laughs> I don't, I just, there's so much about it from what I've read that I really want to um, explore. So, yeah, Changeling is a fantastic yeah. game. Uh, I've played The Dreaming and I've read, I have the core book for Changeling the Lost, but, I, but mm -hmm. they're, they're both, they're both amazing games. They're crafted. I definitely recommend <laughs> we can help with that. Yeah, yes. I would love I would love uh, to. The Onyx Path can definitely help with that. <laughs> and then uh, I, this is actually my last question. So, folks, if okay. uh, you you have anything else you want to ask, oh, wait, someone just says ask something. <laughs> uh, so I'll ask that one first. Uh, is there anywhere <laughs> you hope to be able to uh, take Eva as a character uh, and something you want to explore with her either from her past i'm going to add on to your question sorry because it's a good question um, <laughs> either from her past or moving forward um well see i i wouldn't want to spoil because i would assume that if there was something i want to explore that you'll see it explored <laughs> on this show um that's something that would be really cool you know that we haven't done yet it would it would be really cool to do um what are they called you know the the flashback 
mm-hmm. episodes. I would love to go back into like have either pre-embrace or just post-embrace. Like that would be really cool to explore. Um, but otherwise, with everything else with her character and where she's going, you know, like that's stuff that I've. I'm on the track of what I want to explore with Eva, so I just keep watching. <laughs> no, that's very exciting. I, I mean, I Eva's my favorite character on the show, so <laughs> that's very exciting <laughs> for me. Um, I will, I, I won't, not, oh not, my goodness, not to feed your ego. <laughs> oh my but, gosh! Um, I am so flattered. It still, it surprises me. It, it it's actually even, uh. Even before you started playing her, I was like, "Ooh, I like this character." Just because I was also playing a Tremere at the time, so I was like, "Ooh, ooh, this is really cool." Yeah. Well, Jason like just made this killer concept. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this witch alone in Griffith Park. You know, that's all Jason. Like he gave me the foundations of something that was cool to begin with. He said, "Vampire Galadriel." No one hears that and is like, <laughs> "Oh, that's a boring." Uh, you know, no thanks. I'm I'm good. I mean, I would be like, yeah. I will happily play that concept. I will figure it out. Right. <laughs> exactly um so it was it was all like jason had made such a strong foundation mm-hmm. for me to be able to jump off of so i'm very thankful for that fantastic uh marchosius one of my uh, partners at Gehenna gaming asked uh who is your favorite storyteller played character uh that jason plays oh that's so hard there's so many that i love um I, I really love Firenza, which I think we all do. Yes, yes, we do. I I really love Gary Golden, always as well. Um, and uh, who else? Um, I and honestly, for him, he is. It, it's hard to say favorite, but I do like it but I don't like it because I'm Eva um, in character, but, but Jason is Strauss for me, you know, and he, he does, he plays him so perfectly when he puts on those glasses. Oh. It's like the fear that is struck into my heart is so immediate. And he says something, I'm so scared. And Jason is just so good at any um, SBC that he plays because he looks you in the eyes, like, and it's like he's peering into your soul when he does so. Um, there's a, I, I mentioned this on my stream. <laughs> there's a moment, and again, if you haven't watched the latest one, I won't say who, that way it's not. But there's like I'll, a flirtation, a slight, a slight flirtation that happens, but it's with a character that Jason is playing. He was just like looking me straight into the eyes, and I just felt like, I mean, I was like, oh my. <laughs> just like, he's so committed to every single Every single mm-hmm. SBC that he embodies, that it's always like, oh, I, wow, I feel like very engaged. And I was like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, someone mentioned Fiorenza. I have a, I have a goal. And um, I got to meet Jason at PAX Unplugged mm-hmm. last year, very, very briefly, because I was in the middle of running a game, actually. But I, I need to get a recording of him saying like different characters names it's just like yeah victor my boy or like yes. whoever and i just want it to like for yeah. different like text notifications mm-hmm. absolutely so oh that would be great i might have to hunt him down at gen con and get that 
Absolutely. Uh, so uh, I, we are wrapping. Uh, so thank you so much, everyone who's joined us. If you drop a question right <laughs> now, I will slip it in. But um, my final question for you, Josephine, thank you so much for joining us this evening, is where uh, are there any other projects you have coming up uh, that people can look forward to that you want to talk about? And where can people find you on? Of course. Um, well, online, it's J-C-V-I-M. I know it's not easy to <laughs> remember, but uh, that's my username everywhere on Instagram, on Twitter, on Twitch, uh, what have you. There are my initials, so, you know, no yep. one ever takes them. So <laughs> it's always available. That's where you can find me. Um as far as projects, some of the films that I mentioned earlier, like the Mortuary Collection, Scare Package, and Dear Mr. Brody will be coming out, I think, um, throughout this year. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully next month, another little limited run RPG that I'll, I'll uh, post on Twitter and everywhere else to keep an eye out for. But I can't share just quite yet. Fantastic. And thank you so, so, so much for for having me, for even wanting to ask me all these things. Of course. No, thank you so much for joining us, sharing uh, a little bit about the origins of Eva and playing her and everything else that we got to chat about. It was a pleasure. And hopefully we will get to have you back on at some point in the future. I have one final question. Uh, unless okay. someone drops one more in, which I haven't seen yet. But, uh, oh, but yes, you're also everyone should make sure to subscribe and follow world of darkness's twitch to watch la by night because that's what i'm currently on right now is the season four yes. of la by night yes <laughs> do that do that now um when will we get to see you vm a game <laughs> oh goodness i have no idea um you know, if someone, if someone, if the right people asked me, I would do, you know, Jason told me that I should storytell a game. Why well, I'm asking. <laughs> and, and I think once when he said it, all of a sudden I was like, oh, should I? Maybe I should, you know, that sounds, I think I would have fun doing that. I think I would have fun storytelling a vampire game, specifically vampire is so much role playing for me. You know, yeah. I don't have to. I understand the mechanics for me. I think the mechanics for vampire are fairly simple to grasp. Um, Especially but, fifth edition. Mm -hmm, yeah, I wouldn't be too bogged down. It'd be easy to do so. Um, so I, I would like, and, um, you know, as Jason has mentioned to me, you know, I have messed up ideas, so. <laughs> <laughs> you should, it you should. should. You should definitely read more on the Bali. Trust me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah. No, I think that would, that would be nice to do. There are no plans in place just yet, but. It'd be fun to do in the future for sure. Well, we'll have to keep an eye out for that. Someone, someone <laughs> got slipped in with a short enough question that I'm going to ask it, and this is definitely our final one. Uh, but, no, I lost it. Okay, uh, the charity one shot that you hosted is that still available online anywhere? Oh yes, I believe that. So it's Fresno by Night, <laughs> which is the one shot that we did for. Uh, International Myeloma Foundation. Um, we raised you know, $12,000 that day. It was amazing. And we played this ridiculous game. It's got all of your favorites from LA by Night. And Jason <laughs> story told this ridiculous group 
Um, it was so good. It's it's so it's completely comedy and ridiculousness, and they people could donate to have us switch character sheets at random, bring in canon LA by night characters. Um, it is available. I believe it's highlighted. Um, it was we did do our charity stream on the exact day that Twitch got doxxed as well. So yep, it has some choppiness. It has some some connection issues that there's nothing we could do about that. Um, but it is still there. It's highlighted on my channel at twitch.tv slash jcvim. Okay, which I have posted the link to just a few minutes ago, so you can find it there. Or, you know, just click on, click on something. <laughs> jcvim. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, and I, if I remember correctly, uh, at some point we're wearing a wig. Alex wearing it, and <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah, because we switched characters, so he was then he turned into Genie, Genie who like spoke at a very high register. I actually have to, I have to thank you because uh, it was terrible. Our uh, our first stream was me going through character creation. For v5 and you actually joined while you were working on her and oh we were that's who i was working on, on great yep great yep yes yep. because people no, were... yeah you helped me think of some ideas it was great <laughs> it was fantastic so that was very entertaining to watch come to life <laughs> thank you for that not a problem any other anytime <laughs> you want assistance with horrible character concepts <laughs> All right, oh, perfect. Happily help. Excellent. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, as Josephine mentioned, you can find her at online in pretty much anywhere at JCVIM. Uh, make sure you turn in, tune in, or turn in uh, Friday nights uh, to the World of Darkness Twitch channel for LA by Night, where plays the wonderful Eva. And uh, you can find us here on this channel that you're currently watching, unless you are listening to this as a podcast or watching it on our YouTube uh, at Gehenna Gaming, GehennaGaming.com, pretty much everywhere on the internet. So thank you again so much for joining us. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Gehenna Gaming Podcast. Your attention has been noted. You can find us online at GehennaGaming.com, on Twitter at GehennaGaming, twitch.tv slash GehennaGaming, and patreon.com slash GehennaGaming. And remember... Unnoturia